Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome hello. to another episode of Ladies, Ladies Talk, Talk Podcast. Podcast. We're so excited you guys are here. Yes, we are. It's an awesome Sunday. Even though it's cold and a little gloomy outside, God is still good. Yes. And uh, it, it is the season. It's it is. The, it's the weather for the, it's for the seasonal weather is what it is. Yeah, fall time. And uh, I know we left for church this morning and then we came back and my son was like, were all these leaves here before we left? <laughs> like, it feels like the whole tree fell in a day. Yeah. And there's no, they're falling. Everywhere. <laughs> they're falling. <laughs> but man, you guys, we're so excited to be here. And, yes. you know, I'm telling you, this is a season for gratitude. You know, yes. this week is Thanksgiving. Ooh, you know, there'll be traditions. There'll be lots of stuff going on. And so today yes. I just thought that we would share some testimonies um, and really just mm-hmm. encourage you all because, you know, uh, I'm, I'm just going to be honest you know i've had quite a few conversations this week and uh and honestly we god has done a lot for us this Amen. week matter of fact Amen. we have a lot to testify about yes, so i'm actually really excited <laughs> to testify about uh, the too. things god has done a lot this week so we, much well, let me tell you but with saying that we've been through a lot this yes, week we have. <laughs> but god has shown himself faithful and he's done a lot this week but um yes. but you know I've, I've had uh i was on a trip yesterday and just multiple different um things even at work and different scenarios and just these conversations where it seems like people are focused on things that just to me is not the main thing, right? You know, like yeah. things like reasons to complain, reasons to not see the yes. goodness of God, oh reasons to not uh, be thankful, you know. And it's like, look, you can find everything under the sun and reasons to not be okay or to want better, to do more, and that's all fine and dandy. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you gotta have a, you gotta have gratitude. Yes. You gotta be able to count your blessings. Yes, you do. Look, life is life, and life is hard. And and when it gets to doing what it does, I'm telling you, you got to be able to lift up your head and say, you know what? Thank you for what I do that's have. Right. Thank you for what I have made it through. Thank you even for what i'm going through now that it's gonna That's make right. me stronger you yes. know and, and and uh you know you gotta find a place to really dig your heels in so that way you're not being like going on this tailspin right. with the things that is happening in life you know because yes. really if you're not prepared and you don't have the heart to to just be grateful <laughs> then it's really easy to just get in this negative complaining why me poor me yes. uh just this <laughs> attitude of just ungratefulness and complaints and you know, we talk about the Israelites all the time, but I don't want to be like them where they're constantly complaining after right. God, you know, brought them out yes. of Egypt, Ooh, brought them out so of good. slavery into the desert. Yes. And all they did was complain about My everything. Gosh, that's so good. Like, Lord, that's I don't want to be a complainer, you know. So mm. we're going to start this week off and uh, we're just going to be dealing with gratitude today yes. and sharing our testimonies yeah. and, and what else happened this yes. week. So, yeah. I feel like I've been through so much this week. Uh-huh. Um just uh, for those of y'all don't know, we'll update in the testimonies and stuff. But, you know, Al came back. He is six weeks. I don't know the exact number. Sober mm-hmm. now. Yeah. So praise God for that. Yeah. And we shared that with you guys last week. Yes. Just the story about how yes. he's taking it one day at a time. And yes. He's been processing. He's doing so good. You know, he was helping us clean and i mean he's just every day just moving you know just yes. doing whatever it was that he could keeping his mind focused exactly and he's he was doing and, so so yeah. well and yeah. uh well i have copd exacerbation again which i usually get at this time of year mm-hmm. and uh he was helping me and he went in the kitchen to do the dishes and uh i was in there having an argument with junior <laughs> that's the main point of it but uh anyway um al i heard him 
say Bon, and I thought he was going to tell me he quit arguing with Junior. And I told him, babe, just let me do this. He always gets his way. He's not going to throw a fit and get his way. And so he said, babe, okay, you're right. Can you help me for just a minute? So I said, yeah. So I got up and went in there, and this man is laid out on the floor. And I don't know how long he's been laid out on the floor in there. He said, I just didn't want to get you upset and excited. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, what happened, you know? And his foot broke. His good foot broke. And he just yeah. fell while he was just standing there. No, he wasn't drinking. People asked, have you been drinking? That wasn't even my thought. No. Nope. He had just came from an AA meeting, and he was just trying to help, and he'd been helping all week. He was just in the and kitchen. his standing good there. foot just broke. Yeah. And he went down. And I was at a, uh, I was at our last sisterhood meeting for this round, and I was just testifying and sharing with one of the girls and having, and so crazy because that night I was testifying about the goodness of God in Man. our family mm. and the changes that we're making and, and what it's like to walk through sobriety even with my dad how many opportunities have come up for me myself yeah. to drink or to smoke you know or to do something that I said I wasn't going to do mm -hmm. and I've I haven't done anything I've, yeah. I've been true to this sobriety and I've been very proud of myself you for that and so you know so <laughs> you uh, I'm, I'm just wrapping it up and about to leave and my mom calls me and she goes as calm as can be now if y'all know my mama she sometimes can kind of get a little panic so I wasn't used to her being this calm <laughs> she called me as calm as could be and she said, Krisha, what are you doing? And I said, oh, I'm leaving the church. I'm about to head home. She goes, I need you. Your dad fell and broke his leg. And I was like, oh, crap. So I immediately jumped into the car and took off and headed home. And I was like, look, call the ambulance. I'm on my way. Um, and so she said, okay, well, you know, my dad is stubborn. So he's telling her, you know, wait to call the ambulance. And so... I get here and his leg, I mean, it's, flop. <laughs> it's flopping. His ankle is not connected. And, uh, I mean, he drug himself from the kitchen to the living room and we had to help him get up on the chair but he couldn't stand on either one of his legs <laughs> and oh my goodness and then when the imsa came uh they were trying to they made oh gosh they made me so mad they were trying to support his leg and he's ah screaming out in pain and stuff and so because uh, because he's screaming out of pain, they just let go of his leg and his poor little ankle and foot just goes flopping. And I was like, oh, and he was like, oh. And I just covered my face because I didn't see it, but I heard it. I said, oh my gosh. I, oh, it made me so mad. But so we got him, uh, man, on his way to the hospital. And let me tell you, this is really crazy because was this is Sunday. This is on Monday. Monday. So this was a big test for all of us. Yeah, okay. Was. Because my dad had it set in his head. He's going to come back. He's going to go back to work. That's he's right. going to help us financially. This is his first day back to work. So like he's going to help us financially. Yeah. You know, like he was feeling good about his sobriety. Yeah. You know, and he was looking forward to that. Yeah. You know, also, you know, me and my mom, you know, my mom hasn't been feeling well. She's been having a hard time breathing, you know, and we're just trying to get back into what our new normal is, mm -hmm. you know, trying to make sure we're supporting my dad and his sobriety, yep. trying to make sure we're preparing for the holidays and all of that. And so, so when this happened, I mean, it felt like a huge blow. It, did. it felt like a huge <laughs> blow. And my mom was like, Krisha, I can't go to the hospital with him. Like, I'll stay here with your kids. Can you please go there with him? And I had not slept. I couldn't yeah. sleep. 
the night before uh and so i maybe had like 30 45 minutes of sleep sunday night mm -hmm. going into monday so i worked all day yep. went right into the sisterhood and then this happened i was so looking forward to go home go to sleep and then this <laughs> happened and i was like oh lord so i'm telling y'all on the way to the hospital I had a whole meltdown. I mean, I had a whole meltdown. I said, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? And I wasn't worried about the money. I wasn't right. worried about that. I was just like, how am I going to get my kids to school? How am I going to get my dad to be okay? Like, who's going to take care of him? You know, and I was just thinking it just all seemed so overwhelming. Yeah. And so I called a couple people and, you know, had them pray with me. And I was just processing through it all. And I was trying to get all my emotions out. So when I got to the hospital, I was be calm because I was like this is a lot is this a lot. is a lot you know and so um I get to the hospital and my dad as stubborn as he is he's like oh no yeah they're gonna put a splint on it okay they did the x-ray they said he broke his ankle on the inside and the outside of his mm -hmm. ankle and so um so he's like okay well the doctor says we'll put a splint on it and you have two options he said we can admit you to the hospital that way you can get a wheelchair and get resources to take care of yourself first. Or I can put a spot on it and you can go home. And my dad, as stubborn as he is, he's dead set that he's coming home. <laughs> and I'm telling you, my anxiety is through the roof because he's like, no, yeah, I can well, probably walk on crutches. And now his bad leg, not the one that he had just broke that night, but the one that he we've been talking about for years he's had this bad when he fell, he also pulled something in that leg. Yeah. So he really couldn't stand on it at all. And he's had three surgeries on that leg. And that he has never no, been. He has no ligaments back in to it. Working. Normal. No support in it. Any of that stuff. And so uh, he's telling the doctor, well, let me just, just bring me the crutches and, you know, we'll just try. And <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm calling everybody. I'm calling my brother, all my brothers. I'll call my mom. I'm like, look, y'all, he wants to come home. And they're like, no, do not let him go home. And I'm like, I'm trying not to, but he's just dead set. So anyways. He said, look, he's like, Krisha, if I can't do it, then I'll let you know I can't do it. But at least I got to try. I got to try. And bless his little heart. He tried so hard. Yeah. He was like, if I could just, at first he was like, if I could just get this bed raised up some, because he couldn't just go from sitting to standing. And then his foot was sliding. So he was like, if I could just get my shoe on, you know, and then anyways, finally, so he got to stand up on his crutches and he took maybe one step forward and then he took one step right back mm -hmm. and sat down and he was like, I'm not going nowhere. <laughs> so <laughs> now it's a God thing for him to come to that realization. It was, it was a God thing. Cause I was so nervous. I was like, who is going to get you? I was thinking, you know, my mom can't breathe and it's just me and my kids. So I'm like. There's no one to carry you to the bathroom or carry you up the steps or get you from chair to chair, wherever you need to go, <laughs> you know, like, oh my goodness. And so, we gotta do. so he was admitted to the hospital Monday yes. night and so he had surgery Tuesday morning yes. and he's doing, he's doing well. And then um, after his surgery, um, I still wasn't feeling better. Yeah. So I said, I didn't want to go through this next week. Yeah. Being sick. I want, you know. Because I hadn't changed any. I was still the same from when I went at the beginning of the week. Yeah. So I went, uh, and I had this going on since last Wednesday or Thursday. Mm -hmm. the weekend. So I go to, back to the minor emergency, and the guy treats me like I'm just there to get more drugs. Yeah. And that just aggravated me, and I was telling Cresha, you know, I'm really tired of this. I'm tired of being tired. I just want to feel better. This guy acts like I'm just here because I got nothing better to do, and I want what he has to give me. <laughs> so I just mm -hmm. want to feel better. Well, he said, let's do an x-ray. And so he did an x-ray. And uh, while I was sitting in there waiting, I was texting Creech all this stuff. And then he came back in with a, a very somber attitude, a very different attitude, very 
uh, like somebody's about to die attitude, you know, and I got to <laughs> talk to this person now. And he, and he explained to me about congestive heart failure and said that's very much a possibility what I might have that I could either go to the hospital tonight, that night, or I could go home and then call the ambulance if I have any issues or I could go to my doctor the next morning and see where to go. So, well, I, I wasn't feeling any issues like that. So, but I was relieved that they gave me something besides just telling me, oh, this ain't real. You're just having right. this crap and you just want to come back. There's not all you in know? your head. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, so um, I told him, I'll just go home for now and see where we're at. So, the next morning, I was uh, still couldn't breathe, but I was, I needed to go to work. So, I got up and I went to work. And then, uh, as soon as I got, they called and said they're doing now surgery. No, that was that day. This is the next day, right? Yeah, you went to the doctor the day okay. after his surgery. Yes. Yeah, after the day his after surgery. his surgery. Right. After so, he was settled. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, got him settled in, then then went to the doctor. And so, they sent, I went to, the, I called my insurance and said, where do I need to go? And they told me where to go, because my doctor's out of town. Mm -hmm. So, I went there. And I was at work, and I was just telling her, Mom, like, you got to go. And I, 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 I hope, and I think maybe she felt reprimanded, but I wasn't trying to <laughs> reprimand her. All my kids were. I was just, and it, and it wasn't anything against her. I was just telling her right now, like, you cannot be worried about anybody but yourself. This is serious. Like, you have to be your number one concern right now, and everything else will work itself out, you know and I could see on her face she was like tired of hearing it you know but I just wanted her to get like just go to the hospital and worry about yourself you know and so and that's hard for her because she's so used to taking care of everybody yes. else so and you know while Al's going through this we're learning about not being codependent on each other yeah and that's hard because we've done it all this time mm -hmm. and uh, so you know I told him I'm going and he told me to go and I didn't know whether I was going to tell him or not but I did creatures had just tell him so we did in case, okay. they, in yes. case they admitted her when yeah. she went to the hospital. And he said, just go take care of you. I need you to take care of you. Yeah. And uh, so I went and they did all these tests. And uh, he came back and he said, we did several different tests. And he told me about each test. And he said, you don't have... You don't have congestive heart Thank failure. Jesus. Mm. And uh, I was like, praise God. And he said some of the tests that they ran showed that you didn't have congestive right, heart right, failure. Right. It wasn't just the guess. Like, no, yes. that the test came that you didn't have it at yes, all. Yes, so. that I don't have it. So. And that it was just your COPD. COPD uh -huh. with the wheezing. He said, you're still wheezing a lot. And that's why I went back to the doctor the second time anyway. Because usually when I get this flare-up, it takes two rounds of the medicines yep. to get me over it. So right. I, so that's what I was doing, being pre, trying to be post-preventive. Right. Pre-post-preventive for everything. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. and, Proactive, uh, yeah. But uh, so they upped the medicines I was on and uh, said, take these and, you know, and that should help you. And so in all of that, I'm, you know, I mean, Al's at the hospital and I'm at the other hospital and then he's, and, and and he's we, going to rehab. And we were trying to deal with the insurance yeah. because the insurance lady was trying to tell us that he didn't have an insurance that we knew he had. Yeah. And so they were trying to send him home and we're like, you can't send him home. He's not going home. He can't walk <laughs> and there's no one to take care of him. And so we're trying to make sure that they get him into a facility. We're waiting for the insurance yes. to answer. We're waiting for the lady to call us back. And then also this is going on with my mom yes. too. And we're like waiting for an answer on her it was a lot this week it was a lot you know what though i friday i was just so grateful al got into the place yep and uh i was just thinking this really has just been such a blessing of a week even though everything's been so hard but what made me really realize i mean i had been thinking that and feeling good and thinking well this this is good everything's working out the way god wants it to and 
everybody's getting the help they need. But when I, I tried to get somebody to work for me yesterday morning and they couldn't, so I had to go in for a little bit. Ended up working most of the day, but uh, one of the ladies come in and she was talking to me about what's going on, and I tell her she's like, "Oh my gosh!" And then she starts bowing down to me like, "Oh my gosh!" Just when I think all my stuff is wrong, and and I'm like, "Don't do that! <laughs> don't do that!" I said, "We all have our trials. We all have our trials." And you know what? I don't feel like it's a bad thing. I feel like it's a blessing yeah. because I've seen God answer prayer after prayer after, after prayer, prayer after prayer after prayer after prayer. When when the world said, "No, it ain't gonna happen." God said, yes, it is. Watch this. Boom. That's right. And the world said, and the devil said, nope, we're going to block this off. And God said, no, you're not. Watch this. Boom. That's right. So I've got a couple of scriptures here that I want to share because they really, really just, uh, they speak it when you just trust in him. Amen. Um, the first one is Joshua 1, 9. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. The Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Yeah. And he was. He was there every step of the way with Al when he mm -hmm. went to the first uh, rehab uh -huh. facility. Uh, and through all of this, he's been with him. Been with all of us. And then John 14, 27. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Oh, yes. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Amen. Where the world was saying, no, this is the way it's going to happen. God's like, nope, check that. This yep. is the way it's going to happen because yep. I said. Yeah. You know, so God rules. Yay. Amen. And then, uh, let's see. The, it's John sixteen thirty three, which all of these are some of my favorite ones. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. Yeah, that's right. So no matter what we're doing, we don't look at what the world... You say no? Well, my God's bigger than that. He says yes and amen. That's his answer. Yep. Yes and amen. Yep. So you can say no all you want, devil. You can mm -hmm. say stand in the way all you want. But God's already knocked you out of the way. Yeah, we trust <laughs> so, him. We trust him. And, yes. and you know, that's what, what was really on my heart this week. Tuesday morning... Um, was it Tuesday? No, it was Wednesday. You know, I woke up and I just had a, a praise in my heart. Yes. And, yes. Um, I, you know, I, I didn't hardly sleep Sunday night, didn't hardly sleep Monday night. So I was real exhausted. So Tuesday night, I finally got a little bit of sleep. And I woke up Wednesday. And I'm telling you, I just had a whole different perspective. And I thought, you know what? I, I knew what the enemy was coming for was my faith. And mm -hmm. so uh, when this, th you know, uh, when this thing was happening with my dad, uh, the thing that he said, and, and I shared this on my Facebook live, but the thing that the thought that popped in my head was, you know, uh, when was the last time you saw a miracle? Yes. And it, I knew it was a thought from the enemy and it was coming to attack my faith, mm. but I was so prepared for it that when it, it, whenever it came into my thought, I casted the thought down. That's what the Bible tells yes. us to do. You cast down yes. every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God yeah. and you bring it under subject of Christ. That's right. And so that's what I did with that thought. But it made me look at the enemy and say, you're trying to come for my faith and I will not let you. That's right. And so I'm telling you, I got on a Facebook live and I just started to just decree and declare the goodness of God yes. and just talk about, listen, I know no matter what situation I am, that God is for me and not against me. Yes. That I am the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. Amen. I am telling you, I know that he is the one that leads me besides come still on. waters. Yes. He is the one that, um, <coughs> you know, he is my champion. He upholds Ooh, us yes. with his righteous right yes. hand. Glory. You know, and I just begin to praise 
praise him yes. because I'm like, no matter what, listen, it's not about just praising him when things are good. That's you got to right. learn whenever it's bad to praise him anywhere, even if he doesn't answer your prayer. That's right. Even if you don't get the outcome that you want, you got to learn how to praise. You got to learn how to give him the glory because he's worthy. Yes. We don't praise him just for what he's given us. We praise him for who he is. Yes. And when you begin to praise him for who he is, I'm telling you, things shift. And, and there's things that are unlocked. And again, even if it doesn't seem like it in your circumstances, there's stuff in, in faith and different levels that are unlocked within yes. you when you can learn to praise through those circumstances. And so let me tell you guys, so that this was a crazy week and all of that stuff happened. And I felt like the weight of the world was on my shoulders all week. But I shifted, I praised God, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to get through this with my head held high. Right. And so we did. We made it through Amen. the week. I, I rejoiced when I got the news about Ooh, my mom glory. that she didn't <laughs> have congestive heart failure. I was rejoicing. And um, and then yesterday, you guys, I went on this trip to Dallas, and it was a graduation sisterhood group. And let me tell you, oh, God is so good, you know. Yes. And I was like, Lord, I just want to go on this trip. I just need some restoration. I just need to be revitalized. I just need to be rejuvenated, God. I just need to be filled. Yes. And so, you know, I was really just kind of laid back and relaxed on the whole trip. And we went to Ikea. Y'all, I'm not a big Ikea person. That was my first time in Ikea. And I actually hate shopping. So we were walking through there. Um, and I was like, oh, this stuff is cool, but it's so huge. Mm -hmm. If you don't like shopping after the first few things you walk through, you're like, okay, I'm over it. Like, when does it end? Because <laughs> right. you just got to walk through so much of the building. Right. Well, I have been having this issue with my hip. So, um, all of a sudden my hip started acting up. So sometimes it feels like my hip is dislocated. So like I'll stand up and it's like, I can't connect my leg. Like I'm telling my to lift my leg up and it won't lift up because it feels like it's out of place or something. Mm -hmm. And so at some point as we're walking, I basically am dragging my leg through Ikea because oh I can't lift up my hip to walk. And and I still had tons more to walk through. So I, I dragged my leg all the way through Ikea. And the way that I was walking, it made my, my other like mm -hmm. just really sore because mm -hmm. I couldn't walk normal. Right. And so it was just really hurting. And then to the point whenever I went to go get in the van, you know, I was sitting in the back. I had to lift up that leg and I couldn't lift it up by just my leg. I had to take my hands, grab my thigh and lift up my leg mm. just to lift it up because mm. it was in so much pain. I could it wouldn't just lift up on its own anyway. So we left there. I can't. And we went to the church service that we were going to, which is the upper room in Dallas, you guys. And I'm telling when it let me. I cannot. Oh, God, it's so good. So the upper room in Dallas, um, and, and this is a place, you know, we've seen on YouTube several times, they've come out with a lot of music. Anyways, there's these live streams and it's a really popular place. So we went there, we had to walk a long way to get to the building, you know, and I'm just dragging my foot with me, dragging my foot <laughs> with me and it hurts and I'm not in comfortable shoes. I'm in flip flops, but it's just cause sometimes my tennis shoes hurt worse. So I just wore the flip flops and was just walking through or the sandals and I, anyway, so we get in, we finally get these seats and they're worshiping. Um, and, uh, we got split up. So three of the girls were sitting up in the back and the four of the girls were up in the back. And then me and Cammie were up at the, in front and on this real kind of hard step or whatever, where we got to sit anyway. So we're worshiping and I just sit down because I'm like, you know, my, my leg is in so much pain at this point. And as soon as I sat down, this man came in and he came from behind me and he said, hey, is your knee hurting? And I said, no, I said, no, my hip is. He said, your left hip? And I said, yeah. He said, can I pray for you? And I said, yeah, sure. 
And he goes, Lord, in the name of Jesus, heal her. Amen. And that's all he said. Mm -hmm. He didn't say he didn't say anything else. That's all he said. He said, can you move it now? He said, can you try to do something? And I swear, I I stood up and and I lifted up my leg. I'm going to show my mama right now because I haven't told her this. But anyway, I lifted up my leg and I was able to lift it up and move it. And Amen. it was instantaneous. Amen. There was no pain. There was no nothing. Great and God. I had literally been dragging my leg around for the last two hours. Yeah. And I just bust out in tears. And I was like... <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. God, Thank yes. you, Jesus. God, you Ooh, are so good. Yes. And I just began to praise him. And yes. I was so excited because out of everything that's happened this week, God, you even took a moment to heal me. Amen. And what I loved about the fact that his prayer was so short and so sweet is it just brought me into a deeper revelation that this is who we are yes. in Christ. Yes. It's not somebody that we're striving to be. Somebody that we're trying really hard to turn into is who we are. Old yes. things have passed away. All things have become new. Yeah, and this is what the new life is about in Christ. So, so what was even awesomer is that yesterday was not a normal service for the upper room. It was a baptism service. Yeah. So they were doing 50 baptisms and they had little kids and they had adults. So they started with the little kids and the little kids got in the water and they're going, um, Okay, you know, you're, you profess your faith. They're like, what are you leaving in the water today? And the things that these people said, That's cool. I I thought it was the most beautiful thing. But I mean, these little kids, five, six, seven-year-old, this little girl was like being rude. <laughs> and this one little boy said loneliness. Mm. And this other little girl said self-doubt. And then you get to the adults and, and they're just crying. And they're, you know, telling all, you know, the addiction, my self-will, you know, my my uh my own plans for my life you know and they just begin oh to gosh. pour out their heart you know talking about new age spiritual spirituality you know talking about all these things that they've tried that just doesn't work Man. and these were the things and so every time they were baptized and they'd come up and everybody would cheer and me and our sisterhood i'm telling you we sat there weeping weeping for these yeah. people because what a beautiful moment. Yes. And I just was thinking back to the conversations of the week. The conversations where there wasn't gratitude and there wasn't, you know, we were just kind of focused on the wrong things. And all I thought is, listen, if Jesus didn't do anything else, the miracle of salvation is enough. Yes. What he has done for us to die on the cross, to purchase our freedom, to take the wrath that belonged to us upon himself so that we could be united in Christ with our father, God. It's a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. And, and after all of these baptisms we saw after being healed the way I was healed yesterday. I had worship uh, this morning. And let me tell you, normally it never fails when I lead worship on Sunday mornings or I'm on the worship team. I wake up and my back is hurting, my leg is hurting or something. And I'm telling you, I had so much strength Amen. and so much joy today. And Amen. I was just so grateful. And I just was thinking, God, what you did was enough. Mm -hmm. And it's not anything that we're striving towards, God. You, I am grateful because you are enough. Because what you did on the cross is enough. It's not about yeah. mm -hmm. my performance. It's not That's about... Right the check boxes of what I'm supposed That's to right. do or what I'm not supposed to do. Mm. It's just, it's about what he did and it's Amen. enough. It, 
I am telling you, I have so much gratitude in my heart right now. You know, even I just feel this shifting in yes. this place that God has called me to, yes. you know, where I'm seeing things differently. I am uh, uh, processing things differently, you know, even uh, even being at church or being around people, you know, sometimes I'm usually pretty quiet until people come up to me. And I just found myself all morning, you know, hey, how are you doing? Oh, well, okay, can I pray? Is that something mm-hmm. I can pray with you for? Yeah. You know, and, and just everywhere <coughs> I went this morning, just reaching out and just like, because that's what it's about that's is just so being good. obedient, you know. And, yeah. and even coming home today, you know, I sat down and did um, um, a gingerbread house with my kids. And y'all don't understand, I am not that parent. I hate that stuff. That's <laughs> not my forte at all. I'm not that type of mom. And just got to sit down and just enjoy a moment with my kids and just the gratitude. God, look at the gift of life that you have given us. Look at the beauty of the people that you have surrounded me with. Look at how far you have brought us. Look at how much you have caused us to overcome. Look at how much the enemy Mm. meant for evil, but you turned it around for our good. Look, God, at what you have done. And it's only by his goodness. It's only by his grace that we are even here today to yes. declare thanks and to declare gratitude Hallelujah. and to say, man, thank you, Jesus. Yes. Thank you for seeing me. Yes. Thank you, God, for keeping me. Yes. Thank you, Lord, for not leaving Ooh, me where I was, God, but glory. for bringing me through transformation. God, yes. thank you, God, for your saving grace. Thank, thank you. you, Lord, for restoring the joy of our salvation. God, yes. thank you, Father God. For everything that you're doing, Father yes, God. And Lord. we just thank you right now, thank Father you, God, God, for all you're doing, Jesus. Hallelujah. In the name Hallelujah. of Jesus. But just declaring the goodness of God. Yes. Um, and, and, you know, I want to I want to encourage you guys because, you know, even today at church, he, he's been preaching on, on this sermon called the Mosaic. Yeah. And it's just about being broken and how God fills in the, the pieces. And so good. he preached on John the Baptist today, which is crazy because... Even John the Baptist's story, as much as mm. he was like, repent, repent, as much as he encountered Jesus, as much as he was the one that heard the, the that that saw the dove ascending from heaven and heard the heavens open up and mm-hmm. Father God say, this is my son and who I am well pleased once he baptized Jesus. John, even in prison, still got to a place where he said, aren't you God? Mm-hmm. Aren't you God? Mm-hmm. Life got so hard that he got to a place where he said, aren't you God? Right. And three weeks later, he was beheaded. And so this is kind of a somber thing, but it's also, sorry if you heard some interruptions. Anyways, but just John the Baptist, just in this somber Mm. somber story Mm -hmm. where even someone who declared the way, making the way for the Lord, prepare the way, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Mm -hmm. And he still lost his life. And I say that because this is, you have to learn how to praise even when it doesn't look right. That's right. Even when you don't know the outcome, even when the outcome is not what you expected. That's right. There have been so many times where I've praised God and I've prayed for healing and I've asked God and I believed in my heart, God, this person is going to be healed. Lord, heal them. And mm-hmm. I didn't see them healed here on earth. Yes. But I believe that healing comes in many forms. That's right. And I believe that people can be healed on That's the right. other side of this heaven, you know, Amen. on the other side of heaven. That Amen. when they walk into eternity, that they are in their whole body and they're yes. fully restored, you know, in their glorious Ooh, glory. body. And so mm. there, there's so many things that we don't understand here on earth, but this earth is temporary. Yes. This life is temporary. The Bible says it's but a vapor. 
Yes. So while we're here, while we're in the storm, while we're in the trial, no matter what we're going through, we got to be in the place of gratitude. We got to be right. able to say, man, God, thank you. Yes. Thank you. You got to be able to find the goodness because oh, let yes. me tell you, there's plenty, plenty that we can count and say, woe is me, God. All right. Look what I'm going That's through. Right. God. Look how horrible my life is. Look how bad my finances are. Look how much I'm going through. Mm -hmm. Look how much people keep abandoning me or rejecting me or putting me through. Mm -hmm. You got to find a place of breakthrough. That is where where your breakthrough is. And let me tell you, it's not because of anything except for who Jesus is. That's right. Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you and he Mm. is for you. He is for you. He is not against you. That's right. His That's plans important. for you are to prosper you yes. and to give you a hope in the future. Prosper yes. you and not to harm you. Right. The Bible says he turns all things for Ooh, good for yes. those who love Glory. him and who are called according Hallelujah. to his purpose. Yes. The Bible says he will never leave you nor forsake That's you. Right. The Bible says that he upholds you with his righteous right hand. Ooh. The Bible says that Jesus is sitting at the right hand of the Father yes, interceding God. on Thank our behalf. Lord. He is praying for Thank us. You, he is praying. And, and if you want to know what he's praying in the Bible there's a prayer that jesus prayed for those he said i'm not praying for those who are in the world but i'm praying for those that you have made mine and i'm praying god that you would not keep take them out of this world but that while they're in the world that you would deliver them from evil and that's his prayer he's interceding on our behalf you guys he loves you he sees your heartbreak he sees your pain he sees your addiction he sees the things that you're trying to grow past the things Mm. that you're trying to overcome and let me tell you something nobody knows more than Jesus the weight of what you're going through he bore it all on the cross Mm. he knew the weight of your sickness the weight of your addiction the weight of your trauma every evil thought every evil action he bore it on the cross he knows what it feels like he knows uh, he knows the pain but through him we have overcome through him he makes all things new and he is calling us to a place in him Mm. where we completely rest in him where we give him honor and glory for who he is and as we do that you guys just watch as he touches your life watch as he fills up your spirit with his goodness and his peace and his love and his joy and his patience and his kindness and his mercy and his and his grace are following you all the days of your life this is god this is who he is and he is for us we are in a time of miracles signs and wonders that's right we have to call them out we have to speak them we have to pray them into existence yeah that is what we're supposed to do and it's not up to us which way god heals people but we are to be praying for those things because in all this stuff there's going to be the miracles signs and wonders even if people don't make it doesn't mean they didn't get healed like like uh, our friend mark who passed away i didn't get to go to his service but creature was talking about all the people whose lives he touched yeah that is a miracle yeah that is a a sign of god in this time how god works and uses us so the miracle signs and wonders aren't necessarily what we think they're going to be but it's what god wants us to see and how he uses them to bring people of god together absolutely and so that's miracle signs and wonders pray for them believe them speak them over people right. speak the healing of god over them believe the word of god the, the promises are yes and amen that's right 
because he will do it. Won't he do it? Amen. Yes, he will. Yes. Yes, he will. So, so hallelujah. Just give him all the glory today. Yes. And I just want to encourage you, man, find your gratitude, John. Yes. We can complain a million times for for anything, but man, find your gratitude. Don't that's do as the, the world does. That's the road less traveled. Yeah, don't do as the world does. That's right. It's finding finding your gratitude. Yes. So I pray you guys have a good Thanksgiving. Yes. Happy Thanksgiving. I, I pray you enjoy your families and get some good food, good hearty meals. And man, there is nothing, I'm telling you, nothing like spending some time in Jesus. So on, yes. your, on your Thanksgiving morning... Or this week, you know, find a minute and just read his word. Amen. Spend a moment in prayer. Spend spend some yes. moments in worship and just ask the Father to speak to you. Ask him yes. to share his heart with you. Yes. Ask him to fill you because yes. I promise it's going to make a difference. Yes. These things that we go through, one of the most powerful things that I a friend told me last week is he sat and he said, you know, the Bible says that God won't put anything on you that you can't bear. And I say, yeah, I've heard that, but, you know, it's not in the Bible. But he said, you know, it's not true, right? And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, well, because he said he will put more on you than you can bear. He said, because it was never meant for you to bear it. It was meant for him to carry it, it and you to be in surrender. Yeah, it's so good. And it's all about being in surrender right. to God yeah. and, and allowing him to walk you through this season. Amen. And, you know, as seasons come and seasons go. We complained about the cold, we complained about the heat, we complained about all this stuff. But this is a new season in the world. Yeah. And it's a time, perfect time for a new season in our life. That's right. To stop the ungratefulness yeah. and start being grateful. Yeah. Lord, I don't know why it's cold. Just help me to adjust to this yeah. weather, you know. Thank you that yeah. it is killing off dead things. Yeah. And bringing in new, preparing for new life. Yeah. Look at look at the way you look at things yep. and look at them different in God's eyes. Yep. And what are they doing in this season? Why is it cold? It's not cold to make you miserable. Yep. It's not cold because it's our clientele. It's mm -hmm. our climate. It is cold because it is time to kill dead things off and, yep, and, and to be prepared for, for new things season. that are coming that's in right. the next season. That's and right. And that's in our life too. Ooh. It's not happening in your life because that's it. Because uh, God wants to make you miserable. Ooh. It is happening in your life because it is time for. Dead things to go, That's the old right. things to pass, and That's new right. things to prepare to come. That's right. I'm so, telling you. Glory to God. And I, and I just want to share, too, because this sobriety thing, you know, as, as I chose to walk this out with my dad, and I believe that every storm that we walk through has come to test not only yes. my dad's Ooh, sobriety, Jesus. but mine. And I have so had good. every opportunity to go back, but I am determined in my heart I will not go back. Yep. You have got to be determined in your heart that I will not go back. <coughs> God, I will embrace yes, the process, right. and I will embrace this person that you're calling yes. me to be, and I will lay down everything you're asking me to lay down. Amen. And just like those people yesterday... With their baptisms. Yes. What are you leaving in the water? And Ooh. what is being raised up in your new life in Christ? So what do you have to leave in the water? Right. What do you need to lay down? Oh your self-will, your selfishness, your adultery, Ooh. your lust, your addiction, oh you know, your shame, your guilt, whatever it is. You're being rude like that little girl said. Your loneliness, yeah. whatever it is. What do you need to leave in the yeah. water? And what is it that Absolutely. you're gaining whenever you're raising in with Christ? Let oh the Spirit of God. Revive yes. everything in you that is of Him, <laughs> and put to rest everything. Glory, God, we that is you. not of Him in Jesus' Amen. name. Amen. We love you guys so much. So excited this week. This has been another episode of Ladies Talk Podcast. I hope you guys have a happy Thanksgiving. Yes, and we will see you next week. A Ladies Talk, Talk Podcast. Podcast.